SAFM leading the conversation. Sakina Kamwendo and Aldrin Sampia. And welcome back to Nazarek. Thanks so much for being with us here on SAFM. And it's the Camp Sam show. Camp Sam, hash, uh, Camp Sam 22. Hashtag Camp Sam Hashtag 22. Hashtag Camp Sam 22. And yes. this is for the ANC's elective conference. But next year we're going to Mangaung for Gen 8. Yeah, pro- possibly. Okay. Rukoto, why are you looking at us like that? <laughs> oh, these guys. Uh, people are allowed to dream. But when a Mantasha said the dreaming is over, the dreaming Pelly look poo is walking on air. Like uh, he's unplayable right now. He's walking on air. Actually, we joined now by Zizi Kota, and now that we're speaking about Gwede Mantashe, um outside of the elections and the results that came out, the character and the persona of the person that is Gwede Mantashe, speak to us quickly about that. Well, I think he's got a number of advantages. He's a former mine worker, former rugby player. Mm. Um, yeah, yes. he was a rugby player. Yeah, he was a rugby player. Yeah, was he a good one? Now, remember the, the combination of those characters Yeah. Uh, makes him, but also growing up in rural areas, but also well-educated. Mm-hmm. So, the ANC, like now, with people who jump up and down in meetings, you need that character that is mad like where they Sure, and he holds it down. Eh? Even uh, on the first day, for instance, when that whole fracas happened, when former President Jacob Zuma walked in and the president had to stop mid-speech, um, he had to come in and intervene twice uh, at no, least. No, he was very firm. He was very and firm. And at one stage even calling on security. Look at how he handled the policy conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of uh, the shaky start, but it was hard. And you need that kind of... Because it's very, there are very few very matured leaders in the ANC who understand, for example, that if you come to the ANC meeting, you can come and protest. It's not a protest. Uh, you send delegates here to resolve state-of-the-nation issues that are facing people. But at the start of this meeting, there were people who, who felt like they were in a community meeting to protest. Load shading, yes, it's a problem. You are a delegate here to resolve load shading. can protest about it. Mm-hmm. That's the reason you are a delegate to, to the conference of the ANC. Mm-hmm. But some people see him as being a bully. Um, and one of the points that was raised by Dr. Nkosa Zanatlaminizuma as well was that in that last NEC meeting, for instance, they felt like they weren't being recognized. He's firm. And they were being bullied. He's, he's firm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people who think that their view must emerge, they will think that they are being bullied. He's quite firm. So, with all of this said, um, Zizi, you know, you look at the slate, uh, well, it's not a slate, it's, it's pretty much a mixed bag that has emerged. And... Given what has happened previously uh, with regard to the NEC and its work, obviously it's dependent on the members that will be chosen now in terms of just how strong or how weak that NEC ultimately is. But given the people who have emerged in the top seven, and if the NEC that ultimately emerges is a divided one, how do you foresee things playing out uh, with regard to doing your work, given that you've been criticized by your own as having been perhaps the weakest NEC ever? I think there are lessons. The, I think the delegates to this meeting and uh, through their branch annual meetings have done an assessment of the outgoing NEC and the outcomes of 2017. And they realized that the zebra did not work. Uh, that zebra approach, um, uh, trying to mix 
factions in the ANC different groups did not work. Uh, to a greater extent, that outcome immobilized the president um, in terms of being decisive, taking decisions, he had to balance, always look over his shoulder about certain things. I think this outcome is but one example that the, the, the branches have resolved that probably let's give him overwhelming mandate, don't mix him like the zebra we did in 2017, because at least the appreciation of if renewal is to take off ground, mm. you need to give president the space to do his work. And I think this NEC, I mean, this uh, top seven uh, is, is capable of, it's historic that we have got three women, um, he's surrounded by political pit bulls. Um, um, if you look at Marx is back, very energetic, uh, SG, very vibrant, it's called voter. The, the president doesn't have to look over his shoulder that what's happening at Lutu Lounge while he's at the Union Building. He, uh, he's assured in Marx that Marx will run the organization. Uh, Gwede has been around. I mean, one known pit bull is Gwede, politically. So uh, I think the, this outcome has given the president now uh, firm position for him to provide leadership. And that leadership must be decisiveness. So does this mean uh, that those who support the president have been asked to essentially vote according to a slate, a veritable slate when it comes to the NEC members? Well, you will see that there's no st there were no slates coming to see No this slates, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. aware that there are negotiations now so that um, these, the top seven as it were now it, it, it can find an expression also in additionals. You don't only look at people that disagree with the president or don't agree. I think you have that back of make the mix, but at the end, it must be people who really support the work and strengthen the president. So going forward, of course, uh, there is obviously going to have to be a cabinet reshuffle, uh, not only because the position of secretary general is a full-time one, which means Minister Mbalula at the very least needs to be replaced. We know those um, there are some ministers coming into conference who have been, uh, uh, you know, um, very strong uh, in speaking out against the president. One doesn't expect him to keep them on. So... How are you then going to manage, as the ANC, um, those fallouts, that the subsequent fallouts that are likely to come as a result of this? No, you must remember some of the people have publicly declared that uh, coming to Nazrek, if he wins, they won't, they won't serve under him. So he doesn't have to reshuffle them. They've reshuffled themselves before the conference. But what if they don't resign? I, I think that they've already made that statement themselves. Um, but they haven't I mean, resigned. Now, the, the, the president, I mean, he may decide that perhaps the outcome, it may require that uh, certain people who are in his government at the moment, they are outside of the structures of the organization. Mm -hmm. So you may want to create that synergy between the party and therefore uh, get someone now new in the organization uh, to introduce them also in preparation of 2024 elections. You may want a team that is already so that there is, uh, uh, they will hit the ground running in 2020, 2024 elections. Like, um, as in the CADA <coughs> deployment that we were talking to Angelo about uh, prior to your interview. So is this also going to be used as a way to compensate those who help the president secure a second term yet no 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 you don't compensate i mean uh, um, i i am among the people who supported president Zuma, as, as you know yeah but you're already a deputy uh, minister no 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 uh, at that moment 
uh, it did not compensate me. And it's not like I supported him with the expectation of compensation. And I think the 4,000 people that are here, 2,000 of them, uh, 600 or 400 uh, uh, supported the president. I doubt if he can satisfy all of them by compensation. I'm not sure what form of, maybe he can give an angola to each of them. It's not possible. Who knows? He's a millionaire. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the point I'm making is that I don't think he will consider because they supported him. You look at capability, you look at skill, you can look at what strengths people have. The ANC is not notorious for that. Uh, uh, like the ANC has not deployed its best cadres into the best that position. Is, that is why there's been a criticism of so-called cadre deployment. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it, but it must. There's something wrong with it. It if it ignores skills, it ignores capacity, merits. it merits. Yeah. If it's, it's something else to compensate on the basis that you you voted me, then it undermines the very same essence of deployment. Mm. But, but but it's a reality, Zizi. Uh, let's not pretend that uh, if you win an election, you are not going to be generous to those who supported you and helped you to win that election. Mm -hmm. The point I'm making is that that cannot only be the consideration. The consideration must be, um, among others, does this person has capacity? But that's is not is the merit? ANC way. That's not the ANC that way. That is where the ANC has uh, gone wrong. That is the point we're making. Renewal must correct all of this. That's why, if you remember, I said to when we were speaking last week, we, we have crossed rivers by touching the stones. We have gone through uncharted waters. We experienced good and bad. And it is that bad that we cannot repeat. Mm -hmm. That's why we acknowledge and say in public, there's nothing wrong with cadre development. I mean, cadre deployment. Yeah. But it must focus, among others, on merits. It must be based on merits. What should the approach then be? Because when the president appoints um, his cabinet, he also has a conversation with, with the officials um, that says that this is what I'd like my cabinet to look like, but also taking into consideration that some might interpret it as people are being purged. In an organization where you've got um, entrenched factions, people would think in that way. Uh, why this and not that? Uh, but at the end, the decision has to be taken. Uh, one of the things, as I said earlier, the expectation from many of us, I'm sure from many South Africans, is that this overwhelming endorsement of the president, it means, among others, he must be decisive. There is, there is a sense, even in organization, that the president, to some degree, has not been too decisive about certain issues. Is, is that a, your observation as well? A, my observation too. I mean, I've expressed this in meetings of the NEC. President, I would love you to, I mean, it's better we fight over your decisions than indecision. Mm -hmm. We must fight that we have taken a decision. And what was his response? Why is he so indecisive? Uh, look, there are, two, there are things about the president. You ask me about it, this character called Kwede. Yeah. The president is more of Kimutu Amoruti. Because even a long arm, that no, they, they will agree maybe. After, if five years is a short time, if entrenched factions in the ANC they don't believe in you, five years you may not change them. But we must take decisions. That is the point we make. And I, I always make this point when I meet with him. President, I, I don't have to like your decision, it's easy. But President, take decision. So it's going to be interesting to see whether he does follow that advice now. I think this endorsement. Uh, he's, thrilled, he's, he's thrilled by this outcome. Is so, so are you saying that uh, what perhaps uh, 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 scuppered that sort of decision-making was the fact that uh, the balance of forces within the NEC the was, zebra. was perhaps not in his favor? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and then how do you then build um, the renewal process and the unity process 
taking that into consideration that now the president has been more empowered, uh, more emboldened, I believe, as well with, the, with this endorsement, that once you take those decisions, that you also make sure that the unity of the party still remains sacrosanct? No, you must... Uh, there are people who thrive on disunity. Mm. So don't think that uh, we're not a homogeneous organization. Everybody prays and wishes that we must be united. There are people who are branch leaders, who are leaders in regions, out of a disunited branch or organization. So the sooner you get everybody together, there are, 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 are leaves or branches that will fall along the way. As you renew the African National Congress, not all of us will go through the eye of the needle of a renewed ANC. Actually, will be lesser. Yeah. will be lesser in a renewed ANC. Mm-hmm. If you were actually applying through the eye of the needle, we will, we will you, w- you would be fewer, much we'll be fewer. You would be fewer, much fewer. To, to, to the credit, though, of the president's leadership as well, is that within the ANC, it was unprecedented. The suspension of a secretary general, people have never thought that something like that would have happened. But you have those things that happen because you have a type of person who is then perceived to be, this is a person who is leading this, 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 this renewal campaign. But heading into now this last five years of being president of the ANC, what does this all mean? Well, look, there are things that he may not achieve in the next five years. I think he must set up clear goals. He may not uh, achieve the ambition and aspiration of a, a united ANC. We can only dream about it. I'm, I don't imagine myself what that the united ANC would look like. Will it mean conformity? Will it mean one voice? Will it mean certain things that are done according to the slate, whatever? But I think there are certain things you must set minimums. There are certain minimums that in the next. What, five what would you say some of those priorities are? Some of those priorities, for example, for us to have a renewed ANC, it must be grounded on discipline. You saw some elements of ill discipline when we started here. That tells you that we cannot succeed and survive as a, a, a revolutionary party mm-hmm. if you've got elements. We're clueless about what this organization is about. Does this mean the discipline of the people who voted against uh, the Section 89 report? The, the, the last NEC was very decisive, let alone that the statement it is not expressed that that NEC was very decisive. So it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a sacrosanct political line in any, in any organization. If you undermine it, it's likely to undermine unity. So you can talk about unity, and then you've got people somewhere who are deployees of the NC, who somewhere in the, in the course of a match, they change rules themselves in the middle of a path of a park and they change the rules. It cannot happen. A few interesting things you've just said, Zizi. Firstly, you say that you cannot see, you know, uh, this unity uh, within the ANC uh, with what is going on at the moment. Does that mean that the fissures are so deep? You know, is, 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 you know, are those chasms so wide among yourselves as members that they cannot be bridge. All, all that I'm saying is that I cannot visualize this uh, what, what will be a, a united African National Congress without fissures. Um, the, the factions of the ANC come a long way and they are so entrenched at times. Um, I mean I, I made a point here when I was here last time. On the eve of a conference at the door of a conference somebody drops someone to the sitting president of the ANC about private prosecution simply to disqualify him. That's what is meant. There's nothing legal about it. It's a political move to disqualify him. It's a machination, very organized and orchestrated as part of factions. So it entrenches the notion. Actually, I think that letter helped also consolidate the support of the president because people could see that I think the attack of the president is an attack on the ANC. So 
all what I'm saying is that you must not have, you can only visualize a united ANC, but you can't do this, uh, you know, Holy Spirit that at the end, I think it will be okay. It will be. Time moves. Five years moves quickly. And this is, of course, the ANC of the Festival of Chairs. This is an ANC where people have literally mooned us, showed us their backsides, you know, in conference settings. So the ANC has allowed all of these things over years to happen, Zizi. How do you now address this structurally within the party? The, the, the two wrongs don't make right, Sakina. I mean, there's a lot, long list. I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying you've allowed Absolutely, this sort of behavior mm. for the longest time. You've allowed worse behavior than what we've seen here at conference. Absolutely, because among other things, we were nursing each other's equals for functional reasons. Um, I accept that. And I think if we were to survive as a party for the next 110 years, let's say 20 years, uh, with membership that is ill-disciplined, we're not going to survive. The ANC won't, won't live longer. You need iron discipline in a party. So is that the line of march now? That is the line of this conference, and I have no doubt, knowing Balula as I know, uh, when he was a secretary general, we, we expelled the deputy president of the ANC, Youth League, Ruben. Uh, and I have no doubt that uh, he didn't wrong on Hit one because the element of discipline. You must hit one to teach others. Don't deal with the crowd. So if somebody does something else, out. Huh? Interesting times ahead in the African National Congress as we wait to see how Mbalula, you know, um, whoops everybody into line. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course, uh, Aldrin, if you don't have any more questions, you I, know. I, I just quickly wanted to ask, <coughs> excuse me. I wanted to ask about the tep the second deputy um, secretary general. Marping. That 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 no, but that position itself. What what what's what what does that role entail? In the in the in the adopted, amended rather um, constitution in respect to the SCO, is that the new NEC must then allocate tasks. Okay. The discussion was informed among others that that office there must you must have one. A DSG who deals with administration, human human resources in the organization. The other who runs organizational campaigns programs. Okay, so 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 it still needs to be decided which yeah. one of the two would be doing that. Absolutely. Okay. So <coughs> as Mbalula embarks on this uh, motion to set right this organization, we spoke about those um, who went against the party position <coughs> in Parliament. We spoke about those who misbehaved here at conference. What about former President Jacob Zuma? And as you said, you know, the stunt that he pulled on the eve of the conference was in order to politically um, uh, basically weaken the now new president of the ANC. One of the things, as I was talking to Fikile after the announcement, uh, we certainly... you. you he will make a trip to have a tea uh, with the former president. He will make a trip to have a tea with the former president, and I'm sure that cordial meeting should be able to resolve some of the issues, including the observations we are making about uh, what happened on the first day of the meeting. Is it a discipline issue, though? Not really, but I think there are issues where I think the former president must, be, must help the organization, like I said earlier must help the organization because he holds a very prestigious, um, uh, as a former, he, he has a role to play.
uh, in the organization. And I think uh, Balula's position at the moment to go and have tea with him, I think is the right approach. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Do you believe that Mr. Ramaphosa will finish his second term, given that uh, President Mbeki didn't, President Zuma didn't? Do you think uh, Mr. Ramaphosa will? Well, I have no doubt. There are no, there are no reasons before me now to have uh, any doubt about the president uh, finishing the term of uh, uh, his second term. Thank you so much. Thank you. Zizi Gotwa. And you heard it there. The uh, newly elected Secretary General Figile Mbalula will be on the N3. Yep. Yeah? It not, not the Limpopo N3. I know. N3 is there by... No, going there to KZN. <laughs> He'll be specific. going to Nkandla to go and have tea. <laughs> Maybe make sure he takes some biscuits for the former president. <laughs> so they're going to have tea to discuss some of these matters. Yeah. Let's quickly take some of your voice notes when we come back we're in conversation with Dr. Levi Ndo.